Let's go back in time to learn the secrets of the past. See what love looks like when peering through those colored glass. Hindsight's 2020 or 13 to be exact. So let's dive into ancient history. Hello, and welcome back to The Bachelor of Hearts Presents Extra Credit Presents Ancient History. The Bachelor Australia podcast that asks ye old question, the women tell all, what about the two perfect podcast hosts tell some? <laughs> yeah. Tell, uh, yeah, t- tell a little bit more, but tell basically s- some amount. retell a lot of the stuff that the women told many years later to this a is. much smaller audience. <laughs> this is a retelling of the telling. Hello, you have landed in our laps. The Bachelor of Hearts podcast presents extra credit, presents ancient history is back. Max Quinn is my name. They are Xavier Rebetsky Noonan. Hi, Xavier. Hello. My name is Xavier Rebetsky Noonan, and I love The Bachelor, and I hate the coronavirus. Yes, you do. You do. How you been? I've been great. I mean, actually, you know what? It's been a, it's been a little bit of a long time, so I've been lots of things. Yeah. Okay. Um, elephant in the room. We haven't recorded an episode in a little while, and I'm very sorry. Yeah, look, I was overseas and uh, then I got back and there were there were simply too many things going on. Yeah, I had a surgery. I had... A, That's right. You know, I mean, all sorts of stuff was happening. But we're, yeah, we're yeah. fine. Everything's good. We're fired yeah. up. And we're ready. We're excited. I think it's very funny that this episode of The Bachelor aired one day after the previous episode that we talked about like two months <laughs> ago. Yeah, look, uh, but have we forgotten anything about the episode that we watched two months ago? Absolutely no, of not. not. Sure, absolutely excited not. to talk about Richie. <laughs> That's the guy. Yeah, absolutely. That's the guy that we love. As we get started with this episode, I would just like to acknowledge that today we are recording on the unceded land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation and pay our respects to the traditional owners of this land. Uh, we acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and that this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. So, on this episode of Ancient History, we will be discussing the epic 90-minute After the Final Rose special, um, which is not a thing that they do for The Bachelor anymore in this country. And I'm kind of curious about that, right? Um, it's it's a formal uh, part of, this, of, of a Bachelor season as far as the uh, American version of the show goes, you know? Mm, mm. It is to be expected every time, as are certain other things that we don't experience in Australia. I wonder if it just rated poorly. Yeah, it's not listed anywhere. Ooh, interesting. Tell me more about that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the, you know, this this ratings data is from uh, w- roughly 100 years ago, I think. Um, <laughs> so I think it's just maybe was not catalogued that clearly. We have the ratings for all of the first 13 episodes, including both the, um, you know, the, the, uh, the early season, sorry, the early episode 13 and then the final decision. You know how they split that ratings oh, yeah, data yeah, into... Yeah, they split it, yeah, Because more two. people are watching by the second half. But yeah, for mm-hmm. some reason, episode 14 or the tell-all or whatever this is, the uh, after the final rose is not listed in the the places that I normally look. Um, that is bizarro. Yeah, which I don't know. I in fact I you know 
was this viewed by anyone? <laughs> are we the first right. people to ever see this? I mean, maybe this is it. We are unearthing here uh, historical anomalies mm. uh, on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast presents ancient history, presents extra... Cr- ah, jeez, I got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Oh, dear. So, it's been a little while since we recorded an episode of this podcast. Uh, mm. A bit of an elephant in the room situation. I'm so glad to be talking to you again. Uh, we don't talk enough outside of the show, I think. I'm not putting you on mm. blast. I'm not trying to embarrass mm. you in front of our listeners. But, like, there's a lot of stuff that we don't necessarily get the opportunity to talk about. And, uh, you know, we're, we're close friends. We've been friends for so long. I feel like there's, there's, there's some gaps here that we need to fill in. So Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think that we do owe it to the listeners to... I don't know, really like make that friendship sing. Yeah, exactly. And I think people, um, you know, we've we've been so lucky to have people who've been following our podcast for such a long time. And that, you know, the that parasocial relationship is real and it, and it has like, you know, created a level of interest in what we've been up to and the, the way that our relationship works and what it's like when we talk and hang out and catch up. Our personal lives, the whole thing. Right, yeah. So, you know, I mean, like both our partners have been on the show. Like, you know, it's very yeah. intimate. It's part of our life. You've listened to us grow up. Um, this is really true over the last number of years so like i think uh a window into that is super welcome yeah okay so maybe we should just treat this next little bit as just like just catching up as friends yeah exactly this is it's less of like a formal batch world catch-up or whatever that we normally do at the start of the show and it's more just like a bachelor of hearts catch-up and like actually what's going on inside and maybe let's look a little deeper beyond the surface level stuff and actually try and like kind of get to the heart of something Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really beautiful idea and something that we should, you know, uh, keep in mind as friends as we continue with this series. Yeah, definitely. Um, So, with that in mind, um, Bella Varelis is currently living it up in Europe uh, and, uh, and, and in the UK. And she posted a picture of a castle on her Instagram story. I don't know if you saw any of this. Uh, <laughs> Tell me more. Okay. Tell me more. She posted a picture of a castle on her Instagram story with the caption, this castle has been around for over 1,000 years. 1,000. This was before anyone even knew Australia existed. Very soon after posting it, she was called out for suggesting that the land that we now call Australia uh, is not the home of Earth's oldest civilization dating back more than 60,000 years. Uh, So she promptly deleted the story. Um, And so pedestrian and other places were posting about the incident and saying, like, look at this influencer falling flat on their face and making a big fucking stupid mistake. Uh, Mm. And she backpedaled very hard in the comments and she said... uh, you know, she shouldn't have to spill it out to people that she meant that people in the United Kingdom, where the castle was, didn't know that Australia existed or whatever. You idiots for not reading into my inference on the internet. Right, exactly. But it was all quite messy. Uh, and I think you need to be pretty careful about your wording if you're going to be talking about things like that. Yikes. Okay. All right. Well, you know, so that's that when that's what's been going on with the me. Bachelor of Hearts podcast even existed. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. That would have been safe. You could have gotten away with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just think about these things, people. Yeah. Yeah. What else has been going on with you? Okay. This is not really news because I don't have any like concrete information to report. But as we've said, mm. this is just like we're just hanging right Two now. friends hanging out. Um, but you might have noticed that we are not currently watching The Bachelors on television. Mm. Um, and in fact, we don't even remotely know when the show is going to air. That's news, right? Isn't it? Like yeah. by now we would normally be 
doing episodes about it, you know? And I think Oh yeah, we would be we would be deep in season. We'd be in cycle, baby. We even like timed out this season, like this extra credit season, to hopefully line up with when we thought the season would start. That's right. And I was having this big crisis of conscience because we were going away and I was like, shit, what if the show's gonna start when we're when you were gone for a month, yeah. And it just straight up didn't happen. But not only that, like, there was there was promo and stuff a little while ago. And then yeah. now it's just gone fully quiet. It's very strange. Yeah, it's gone mad deadsies. I wonder if there was a controversy. I wonder. So I have heard some pretty credible rumors that the show has been pushed back a few times. Right. Which, to me, kind of just stands to reason. Because it doesn't make sense for them to do promo and you know, announce The Bachelors and stuff that far ahead of time and then not have a season to follow it up. Yeah, very odd. Uh, like, I wonder if someone, in, maybe someone in the cast got COVID or, um, mm. like, is there some sort of, did Thomas try and sell someone some sort of shake and then, you know, he's <laughs> trying to recruit two women and then they have to recruit three of their friends, but oops, they're friends mm. with these two other men and then what kind of parasocial relationship does that create? Right, maybe some of the crew got involved, oh, and so yeah. that really took a lot of their attention away from uh, actually shooting mm-hmm. and you know preparing the show and that kind of thing. It is also interesting because it's like I imagine, I believe that the show has been filming and probably is either finished or very close to being finished in terms of the actual process of shooting it. Yeah, but the longer we wait for it to come out, the more likely it is for holes to start appearing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the more suspicious it becomes. Yeah, and, and also the more likely it is that, like, let's say hypothetically one out of these three or two out of these three or three out of these three, <laughs> I mean, unlikely, but uh, end up in happy relationships with somebody. Oh, my God, yeah. We're going to know time, about it. The more time, space, and breathing room we give to these things uh, by holding out on airing the season, the likelier it is that they will either become public or break up. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Some funny little worm on the internet, um, yeah. like yours truly, We'll be like, hmm, right? What have I got Some in here? Some enterprising young snoop. Because <laughs> I have heard that there's a chance, like the most recent info, and I can't reveal my sources because uh-huh. no I'm a great, yep. great bachelor journalist. Um, uh, might not start airing until as late as November. That's silly. How short would the season be? November. Well, yeah, that's the other question as well. Is is we don't know anything about the structure. And I think that's playing into their hands a little bit because that level of curiosity is probably a boon for them. That's true. But if we're doing if we're doing recaps at Christmas time, it's going to feel really weird. Yeah, I mean, Brooks' season finished in November, but yeah, it, into December, the Santee season. <laughs> right, exactly. We're supposed to be feeling silly at that point. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's it's all it's all curious. Um, I anxiously await the moment that we get some actual information about this so that we can start, like, getting the engines fired up properly and, and figuring out what our lives are going to look Propellers like in the next and, little while. you know, all that kind of stuff. Grease. Yeah. All the things. But we right now, we're just... We're in this weird, like, grey period where we're... Like, I don't know how much credibility to put into all of the rumours and stuff that I'm hearing um, because we there's no actual information to, to gauge it off or anything like that. Like, okay, so we're discussing rumours about The Bachelors, right? This, mm. this season that's going to be coming up later. I have a couple more. Do you want to just like oh, talk please, about some stuff go. that might or might not? Okay, so the Daily Mail Australia okay. um, has reportedly been told by, quote, a well-placed source that Jed McIntosh, um, Jed is the like skinny the blonde drummer boy. 
drama looks a bit like Machine Gun Kelly. Um, apparently, he will, quote, surprise his finalists by announcing that he is bisexual before handing out his final rose. Oh, okay. Which is very odd to me. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the article goes on to say, the 25-year-old who is open about his sexuality wanted to, quote, come out earlier in the process, but producers insisted that he keep it a secret until the end of the season. They're hoping for his bisexuality to be one of the big twists of the season, Uh. so the contestants have been warned to keep quiet about it. Come on. If this is true, which I should clarify, we don't know, and may just end up being something that somebody said to get clicks somewhere. Yes. If this is true, it's fucking, it's really gross. It's really gross. It is uh, embarrassing. Yeah, and it seems to be a big backtrack from the reasonably good bisexual uh representation that we saw on Brooks season. Yeah, totally. Like this is a um a Miriam style surprise and we should have left right. that behind in 2002. Totally. Yeah. And I just think like um it shows a real lack of understanding of what made the Brooks season effective, which was you know, the best parts of that season were when um, Brooke's sexuality was treated as not a especially big deal, not something that makes her like a special unicorn or... Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. You know, she wasn't being made out to be like, would you believe... You know, like there was none of this sort of like <laughs> yeah. sensationalism around it or whatever, or when there, if there was, it yeah. was the worst part of the... Se- you know, it was like not Right, right. This is, yeah. The, the point at which it descends into clickbait is the point at which it becomes poor television. Right. Um, also, I just don't really know what they gain um, dramatically. Like, let's let's go along with this as a as a narrative function, right? Okay. Of Jed revealing that he is bisexual before he hands out his final rose, he's going to be dating exclusively, like I assume, cis women, right? Right. I think that's pretty fair to assume, yes. based on the track record. So, what what is the actual like oh, God. moment? You know, is it is it just like testing whether the women are biphobic enough to want to break <laughs> up the relationship yeah, yeah purely yeah. because he might be open to people of other genders oh, or like good lord i don't know how that's meant to play out how anybody's how... meant to be satisfied by that as an episode of television right or how anyone's meant to like look look good in this in yeah. this circumstance also yeah like and um, also the idea that it is being phrased as like he's planning it as a surprise is mm. infinitely funny to me like <laughs> Surprise, surprise, I'm by is yeah. again another one of those uh, 2002 style reality shows that simply yeah. doesn't exist anymore. It's also kind of bizarre because, like, at this point, who gives a shit? Yes, exactly. You know? Or at least, I mean, obviously, there will be people in the audience who don't feel the same way, yeah. but like, you know, for, for folks like us who uh, know plenty of people who of all sorts of yeah whatever shapes and sizes, yeah. you know, it's just like, yeah, and? Like, okay. what? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not surprising. Right. That's the, yeah, that, I suppose that's the other part of it. Like, uh, a surprise has to be something that surprises you. And this right, exactly. is not you, you, information. I feel like I, I would hear that you. and be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you are, um, fantastic. Cool. Why did you only date women on the show? I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, you know there's a lot, of things to, a lot of things to think about there. Yeah. Um, so if that ends up happening, uh, there'll be a lot to unpack. But I mean, it's at, at this stage, it's just like a weird rumor. And I'm like, I don't know, you know. Uh, okay. Another piece of uh, rubbish <laughs> from the DMAs, uh, Daily Mail. Uh, they also seem to have sourced the identities of a handful of the contestants. Okay. Um, 
Again, unconfirmed and also like kind of not that interesting at this point. Okay. But the list includes a former Miss Universe contender named Jessica Tomlinson, who will be dating Thomas. Okay. Might be a bit of conflict there with the surname, you know. Thomas like Tom- Tomlinson. Tomlinson. Um, maybe that's what binds them together. Yeah, it's true. Ties the bind. Uh, a Sydney-based marketing manager named Naomi Johnston, who will be dating Felix. Okay. A Townsville-based children's entertainer, specifically an Elsa impersonator named Jessica Navin, um, coming for the Janie Burke's crown, I guess. Watch the throne, (laughs) I guess. Um, A Gold Coast-based model named Crystal Thomas. A Brisbane-based PR person named Ella Thiel or Teal or something on, on Team Felix. Okay. Uh, an Instagram model named Tash Candice on Team Jed, uh, an actor and model named Marjorie Griffiths on Team Thomas, a Brisbane-based talent acquisition coordinator and Indigenous South Sea Islander named Ebony Burling, a Gold Coast hairdresser named Lauren Wybird. Oh, there had to be one. Wybird? Yeah, of course. I'm going to have so much fun with that. <laughs> Why not, Bert? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know any of these people. They're all on private on Instagram. Uh, but if anybody listening knows any of these people or whatever, like that could <laughs> that could be something. Please Focus let up. us know. Um, I'll be curious to see how many of these people end up actually being in the show, like just to see how right this uh, leak was. Mm, mm. Um, but that's like eight people or something. Like that's a pretty big chunk to leak out. There's also the conspiratorial part of my brain that says like they are leaking out little dribs and drabs of information like this to remind people that there will be a season of bachelor you know like yeah somebody in channel 10 is talking to somebody at daily mail and being like please make sure that <laughs> there's still some conversation around this well, so the interesting thing about about this to me is that we've just gotten our first glimpse of how this season might look right if someone's on team felix then mm. that means that they're not there for the potential to be able to date the other two men is that right the article is not very clear about this it did like i, I wanted to put that information in um this episode of our podcast because it's in the article Mm. but i don't know necessarily how they got there whether that means that like after a few weeks they had settled into dating that person um or whether it means like they had come on specifically for them or you know i don't have that information i'm very curious about it Mm. and in fact that leads me to think about the um the current season of bachelorette us um sorry the current season of bachelorette in america Um, which is currently about halfway through its new season. Um, And the reason I bring that up is because there are two leads for the first time in America. Um, Oh, that's qualified, actually, because they have had a season with two different leads, one after the other. But anyway, regardless, there are two women who are dating a pool of people right now. And they're, of course, treating it like it's never happened anywhere else. Uh, You know, there's no mention of Australia or New Zealand, which have both done seasons like that. Mm. But there are these two women, Gabby Windy and Rachel Reckia, and um, the way that they are handling the how will this work question is making me think a lot about how it might play out in Australia for this three lead season. Mm. Um, they started the season by um, at every stage of like production, every every person that you see talking on, on screen is pretending that they don't know how it's going to work. Oh. So much like we've been saying about how... The fact that nobody knows how The Bachelors will actually play out is kind of an advantage for them because that curiosity will just naturally get a lot of people talking about the premiere. Definitely. I think that's probably going to be like that, that that's, you know, might extend into the actual narrative of that episode mm. itself. 
Mm. In the sense that everyone's like, we don't know how it's going to... Like, you know, the the host of Bachelorette US, Jesse Palmer, is like, yeah, I don't know. They just told, they told me to show up. It's very bizarre. Okay. They never really do that. But I have a feeling that Osha will, on night one, when he's standing outside the mansion, be like, for the first time in Australian history, in the Bachelor history, it's a historic event. We have three leads. How's it going to work? You'll Ooh. just have to stick around and find out. But who knows? Yeah, okay. All right. So we're going to keep that curiosity going for as long as we possibly can. Right. And then um, that curiosity will also play into the first couple of episodes. This is my prediction based on what I've seen in Bachelorette US, uh... which is as opposed to what happened on Ellie and Becky's season, where people pretty much slotted into dating one of them straight away. Yes. They are actually getting some meat out of the like, oh, I had a great talk with both of them on night one, oh. and now I'm trying to figure out who I like more. Oh, I like or that. That's like, better. Yeah. Or like, you know, three or four episodes in, you have most people have pretty much decided, but there are still a couple of undecided people in between. And so the leads are trying to work out, does that mean that they're, you know, they're actually not invested or does it mean that they're... You know, to invest, you know, it's a new situation. It's new terrain that nobody has really had to handle yeah, like, before. God forbid you could have feelings for more than one person at once. Yeah, I mean, there's no, no one's ever demonstrated that to be possible I on the Bachelor is, or Bachelorette no. series of shows. Uh, so <laughs> that'll, that'll be quite interesting. I so anyway, so too. I'm excited about this all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. I, it makes me hopeful. Um, in a situation where there is no concrete evidence for us to need to be hopeful. You know, like, we, we've not been given anything by the show at this point that should make us hopeful. Yes, but... Like, but I, I think there is potential for this season to be quite good, even though it will be very messy and also, like, not remotely what we want, <laughs> really, from the show. <laughs> no. Uh, um, look, it makes me excited nonetheless. I have, Look, I'm here for right. the mess. If we're going to reinvent The Bachelor and turn it into something that is a pure chaotic nightmare uh, yes. all the better sure exactly they may as well if, if i'm like if they if they are going to try and do this which they have been doing for the last few years of just like we need to be the first at something we need to you know it has to be different it has to be like yeah you know rather than we have like to have polishing yeah exactly if it's going to be a gimmick it may as well be this crazy yeah as far as i'm concerned yes i think that's um, the best way to approach this Yes, even though I'm still fairly convinced this will be the last season, <laughs> like I don't, I don't think this will get them out of yeah, where they are. Yeah, this is going to be one of those things where it will be like it's like uh, another show that I would like us to watch um, mm -hmm. is the show Utopia, um, which mm. aired on Fox in 2014. And the idea mm -hmm. was that they locked people in a compound in America to start a whole new society, and the show got cancelled after about ten episodes. But not before they reworked the format entirely during a bizarre Halloween episode, where all of a sudden it was like firstly Halloween themed, which none you of know the episodes I love had had a theme before. And right. then secondly, like instead of it being um, fly on the wall, all of a sudden all of the uh, contestants who were building the Utopia had like a handy cam and they had to explain all of a sudden, huh. like in confessional to the camera, why things were happening. There were all of a sudden people from the outside world who were introduced, like this character Jake, the beekeeper. Uh, like, <laughs> there's a lot. Like, and then there's all of a sudden romantic tension because uh, I forget what her name was. I think it was Danica started to get feelings for Jake, the beekeeper. But one of the guys was questioning that Jake, the beekeeper, kept showing up, but there were no bees. <laughs> really good. Well, he bees. wouldn't be a very good beekeeper if there were just bees everywhere. He's like, right? Where's the bees, Jake? Where's the bees? You're not a bee loser. <laughs> uh, um, let us be continuing with the Bachelor of Hearts podcast presents. <laughs> <laughs>
I think I actually follow that guy on uh, that new social media, Beekeeper Real. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, yeah, so look, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Um, we don't necessarily know, because we don't know when the, the new season starts, we don't know what to do with this podcast until then. Mm. I know that I want to keep doing regular episodes, but mm. it doesn't necessarily make sense for us to start, we're talking about this off mic, but for us to start a whole new season of recaps, um, because it might get interrupted at any moment. So I think uh, for our, our dear patrons and listeners, um, you can expect the next few episodes to be kind of uh, one-offs, I think. Yeah. Um, and we will we have a, a stack of interesting different topics that uh, I'm interested to explore. Um, so hopefully you guys will, will find some fun and variety in, in these upcoming episodes, whatever they turn out to be. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on is that Brooke Blurton's upcoming memoir... Remember Brooke Blurton? She uh, apparently uh, was an Instagram user at some point. Hard to tell if she is or not anymore. Uh, she was also on The Bachelorette. Uh, her upcoming memoir, which we've talked about, um, it's sadly titled Big Love and not titled Book Blurton. Yes. Um, it's now got a release date, um, which is uh, it's coming out on the 5th of October via HarperCollins Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I have personally not demonstrated a really great ability to buy a book and read it and discuss it on this podcast over the last little while. Um, Long-term listeners might remember that I talked about doing the Sam Frost book, still haven't made it through it. Um, But I have placed a pre-order for this book um, and I will at least aim to discuss it on the pod once it's out there because I think this one is actually going to grab me a bit more. Um, What was it about the Sam Frost book that you didn't, didn't gel with you? Uh, I don't know. There's too many um, words in it. Bit of, a, bit of a shot in the arm. Maybe it needs. Yeah, I think I think that's actually a good point. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm still endeavouring to get through that. By the way, that that episode will come out at some point. <laughs> um, I'm very embarrassed. But anyway, um, I, incidentally, it's interesting to note that this is coming out on October 5th because that's the exact same date that Laura Byrne and Brittany Hockley's book We Love Love and Unfiltered A to Z of Modern Romance and Self Love is also being released um, via Penguin Books Australia, um, for which I also have a pre-order. Um, <laughs> I don't know why these books are being put up against each other, probably specifically to torture me. Um, that Max- feels right. Yeah. Um, I'd be willing you... to read one of these books. Yeah, I was going to ask if you happen to know how to read, because uh, we maybe would be able to trade off and do like a little book report episode. Yeah, I'd like to do that, um, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. I'd like to read the um, Laura Byrne and Brittany Hockley's Guide to um, the Honey Badger's Guide to Life. <laughs> it's an unfiltered A to Z. So, you know those oh, filters yeah. that you normally put on the alphabet yeah. that leave out <laughs> certain letters? Yeah, this one yeah, is actually yeah. going to have all 26, oh and that's God, a guarantee. That's great. That's so good for me, because I've been yeah. looking for something to waste time on. So, you know, this is really <laughs> exciting. The new the yeah. new Pokemon doesn't come out until until November, so I've, I've pretty oh, much true. got free time until then. Fuck, if we're doing Pokemon and Bachelor at the same... Oh, and, and The Bachelors at the same time... It's crazy. Not a lot on. In Pokemon, you normally have to pick between three right at the very start. <laughs> three starters. Right, exactly. Yeah, okay, good. There's got, yeah, looks good stuff. We're going to have um, an episode comparing these three bachelors to Pokemon. I can already feel it. <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, I think that's pretty much all the new. Oh, uh, in the time since we last recorded, Channel 10 announced and then released a pilot episode of a show called Abby Chats. Oh, yeah. Which is a new TV show hosted by Abby Chatfield. Oh, um, really? Yeah, based on the name, are you surprised? I, uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, 
Um, I haven't watched it, so I don't have any news to share about it. But I heard it was good, okay. and we might do an episode about it if if there's some interest. All right. Well, we'll um, have to have, a, have, to, um, have, a, have a little uh, chats about that. Right. Yeah. She she's also currently on The Masked Singer, which I also do not watch. Yeah, I haven't um, been watching this season of The Masked Singer. Yeah. But uh, I'm very happy for everybody who does. <laughs> Maybe people can write in if there's an episode we should look at or anything like that, you know. But at this point, it's it's crazy with Abby because she's just so busy. She has a new like project seemingly every oh, week. Oh, she's or two. everywhere. Yeah, she's absolutely crushing it in a sense that like. Uh, there there probably is a certain point in the future at which we have to stop reporting on every single thing that she does. That's true. Just because she was originally or once on The Bachelor and Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah, I think that she has, um, in, in a way that no one else ever has managed to, escape the franchise. Right. I think more so than anybody in Australia, apart from maybe people that we don't even necessarily uh, tie to the franchise that much at all. Yeah. Like... Sophie Monk or whatever, yeah, like, true. you know, she is obviously much bigger than than The Bachelor now. The Bachelor was probably a stepping stone um, for her, but obviously she was much bigger in the first place. But also people like, um, uh, like Emma Rose. Emma, Ro- oh yeah, I remember her. Now she's the influencer. So she she's on Bachelor season one, and she just happens to be the third most followed person who has yeah, ever been on The Bachelor right. or Bachelorette. Yeah, any true, true. You know, um, but we don't necessarily think about her as often. Well, I mean, that feels, you know, but it seems like her growth on social media is largely not because of her time on Bachelor. It does seem like Whereas that. Abby, I think, has uh, so effectively commandeered, you know, the, we've talked about this a thousand times, but using the victim, ed- oh, I'm so- sorry, using the villain edit to victim propel edit. <laughs> the victim edit. Yeah, playing the fucking victim card uh, to sort of catapult her into, uh, you know, I mean, among other things, obviously, she's very charismatic. She's, you know, all those things. She's great. Lots of skills and whatever. That is, I think, all of the news that we missed since the last time we recorded an episode. Although I have no idea and no real way to check. <laughs> the thing is, listener, you get to tune into a Bachelor podcast and get all the scoops. I don't have that luxury. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that's that's got to be it, right? I that's got to be everything it. that's ever happened. I think that's everything so, that's ever happened. I think that you, uh, much like um, G- Gelato, um, have, have huh? procured all of the scoops. Much like gelato, Much, yeah, you know, gelato is always doing that. Yeah. So, with that, it's probably time to say goodbye to our free listeners, right? Oh yeah, that's right. See ya. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for being here. <laughs> what do we normally say? If you like the podcast, uh, great. Thanks. Uh, yeah. If you want the podcast to continue, um, not specifically like the podcast will continue in the eth- ethereal, <laughs> ephemeral sense, but if you'd mm-hmm. like this episode in particular to continue, it does. Right. Uh, behind the paywall, baby. And uh, if you want two episodes a month, except for the two months that we took off, um, mm-hmm. uh, here's what you do. You head on over to patreon.com slash bohpod. And for $5 a month, you can get um, all of the following beautiful benefits. You can hear more of the pod. <laughs> That's about it. Well done, we'll, everybody. We'll say thank you. And by the way, thank you. Yeah, listeners, we love you. Goodbye. We love you. Goodbye.
is. <laughs>